six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. new episode of the black irish podcast with myself brendan mccorkle and mike my main man crawford hello sir what up brendo how are you this week man i'm doing all right man i uh have my little eight-year-old caller id working for me night and day which is nice <laughs> he's got whenever the phone rings at the house he's just like dad's from sun valley i'm like nah nope don't ask we don't answer i'm not going dealing with that Oh yeah. Damn. I mean, back in the day, the, your TV, right? the kids were the caller ID though. There was no screen. There was like the kids would answer the phone. It, well, at least in my house, we started as caller ID. Then we turned into like receptionists. Uh, they'll be <laughs> home into an in an hour, and then like whatever time it was, we had a whiteboard. We'd write it down like six o'clock. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> like you know, whoever was calling, yeah. chasing us down, whatever. And then no. sometimes we forget, and then you're like, oh, gosh. Wait, who are you? Where are you calling from? Oh, you're new. Never mind. I could give you from the start. Oh, yeah, they'll be back uh, next Tuesday. <laughs> They're out of town. <laughs> there was a point in my house where we only made outgoing phone calls. It's like, don't answer the fucking phone ever. My house had, my house had four boys. It was all types of calls coming in and going. And my mom, man, I hope somebody told you that you got a call. Because <laughs> you might not ever know about that call. Oh, Back we also. Oh, see, we also didn't even have call waiting, though. So it was like I had two older didn't sisters. Have call, call waiting was a thing. You had to wait for that to be developed. I'm that old. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That, that was call waiting was brand new. You had to pay like. 10 bucks yeah. a month for the service to click over and Definitely. then you can, you know, try to figure it out at a friend's house. You keep hanging up on people. Like, how long do you click it for? I don't know. Fuck. And by the way, yeah, oh. click it. Those are the phones we were using. Click it over. You click <laughs> it over. Fucks, you know, you know, it's not like swap. Tell everybody how old we are, <laughs> Why? It wasn't a, on a rotary phone, but it was definitely on a manual you know, I mean, push still, device type. I still have a rotary at the crib. I didn't use the rotary, but you know, I've seen the rotary. I've used the rotary at the house before. I think my parents still have like an old rotary phone from my grandparents. <laughs> like they actually so have a wind up one that still works if you plug it in. It will call an operator if you what? fucking wind it up and talk into the chingadera. Oh yeah, yeah, you're true. I don't even know if I well, seen that's... a home phone. I don't remember last time I seen a house phone. Oh, we <laughs> got one. Point, like, I got one right over there. It's unplugged right now, but. Yeah, um, I got one. Obviously, if I'm at your house, over. I sleep in that room, and I didn't even see it. That's great. But well, because if somebody's <laughs> staying over, we unplug the phone in that room. Um, Anything for you, Mike? I will give you an update, though. You asked uh, what happened. So there's a banana rama camshaft situation at my house today, at like two uh, in the what? morning. Banana rama camshaft. I don't know shit about cars, Mike. I don't know if you know this about me. One of my best friends growing up. Shit about cars either. He was all into cars. That's all he did. I should know more about it, but I was just like, "We're already buddies. I don't give a shit about that thing you're into. You don't like sports, 
So when we're not together, we'll do those things. And when we are together, we'll do other things. That's how we roll. But so my car got violated. Uh, somebody stole the catalytic converter off it at like two in the morning. Oh, they got you. They got me. Yeah. On the Prius. On the Prius. I got double dipped. So I got my tailgate stolen, you know, however many months ago in like March or some shit. April. Hey, yo, so that's a thing down here right now. Like it's all oh, the news and everything. That's been a thing out here for a year. Yeah, tailgates. Tell you now, tailgates. if you watch my show and you know where I live at, do not get caught stealing my cat like a murder because I am going to shoot your ass. I'm telling you now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: is obviously the cops aren't going to do shit about it. Like they they just can't, <laughs> won't. So, you know, like I took the pictures, file a police report just so that it gets a little yeah, more traffic. they can do because it ain't like they can find it at no. this point. Well, it's, here's the other I guess thing. it's like got they, some type of precious metal in it. No, it's scrap metal. It's easy scrap metal because what it is. So, I mean, these guys know what they're doing. They're not fucking world-class thieves. They're just slightly decent mechanics from home that are like, hey, let's go scrap these things out and get some fucking hooch money or whatever. You know, because you could get a couple hundred bucks for that scrap of metal. It's nice and heavy, but it's not that heavy where two people can carry it. So they just, you know, they chalk the tires so they don't get run over, unfortunately. They unscrew, like, six bolts. Not even four bolts. And then... How the hell did you sleep through that? So here's the deal. Is the drill... uh, It's not a loud drill. But they do have to saw off at the pipes. Because basically, I think what it is, is when it takes the toxic fumes... They come into this converter and it, you know, reduces, filters it out somewhat. Then that pipes into the muffler for sound and then it shoots out into the ether and poisons well, the salt. According to the news, there's some type of precious metal in, in the Cadillac converter, according oh, to the news here. That's probably know. what it is. I don't fucking know. All I know is that it's been a thing. Tailgates were the first thing. Toyota tailgates were going like crazy because that was easy scrap metal. It's two screws. You cut two cords. You're out of there in 15 seconds. Catalytic converters about a minute, and it's you unscrew everything with a drill that's not you know that's as loud as it gets. So yeah, but your car is like right outside. True. So what happened? But your room isn't. What had happened was, um, my wife heard something. It was when they started the saw, which is the last part of the transaction for them. Is you unscrew everything, get it ready, and then you saw two two parts of it where it's connected. And then that thing drops and you take off. So they were already at the tail end of their one-minute excursion. So she heard something, opens a window, yells. I get up, grab a baseball bat. I'm like, what is happening? She's like, somebody is is at the Prius. I'm like, wait, what? Like, she woke me up. I'm like, what? She's like, somebody is is taking something, like, at the Prius. So I grab my bat, fucking run outside my boxers, and they obviously got spooked from when she yelled, but they were pretty much done. So I ran out and said something, you know, like, Come back if you want some motherfucker. Like, whatever the f- stupid shit that I said. Like, I don't know. Being a fucking idiot. Like, standing in the middle of the street as the car's going away. Like, look at the taillights. Look at this. Look at, like, trying to gauge what it is. So I'm like, whatever. Go back inside. I'm like, obviously these idiots aren't coming back. They got what they needed. They're not proper thieves. You know, because somebody that, trust me, somebody that has a gun that's willing to use it does not fucking run away like that. They go, hey. No, no, no. They're probably not those type of. They are not. They're just. They're still scrap metal. They fucking did their thing. They left some shit. I took some pictures. They dropped a lighter. So I hope I'm going to keep that lighter in my garage and I hope to someday return it. And that's all I 
really hope to do. I hope to one day meet this person and give them their lighter back. But I am saving it, and I will be looking for the car. That's all I'm saying. Yo, isn't it, like, weird? Like, wow. Because here's the thing. This is the second time I've been violated (laughs) with my vehicles at my home and people coming close to my home. There will not – the third time, a message will be sent. So, unfortunately, if there's somebody that comes to my house that hasn't been here before, they're going to catch the wrath that comes with everything so that – all these people who talk and they go, hey, man, I hit up that house a while ago, a few months ago, got a tailgate. You can go get this. They'll know the next time this is not a house that you come back to. So yeah, I'm a very corner, vindictive though, that's motherfucker. That's people probably try you. It's because you're on the corner house yeah. and you can just skirt off real quick. That's I sure shit hope they try one more time. That's all I'm saying. Yo, they better not try on the wrong weekend because that's my room right there. <laughs> and listen, listen, people, it's not gonna end that I promise you, it's not gonna end how you think it's gonna end. And I'm gonna stop there because I don't wanna say too much. But yeah. And I don't sleep well at night, so I'm here everything. I usually don't, <laughs> but we stayed up late last night. And here's the other thing. We had uh my older son had a sleepover. So we had somebody else's kid at our house too. So I'm like, it's probably a good thing because I told my wife, I was like, if the you know if we weren't hosting tonight i'd be in your car driving around right now like driving around trying to find these people in the neighborhood and she's like i know it's probably a very let's go glad you didn't go that far man but that's but i wasn't gonna go do anything if i went out this morning at that time i was gonna be in a different vehicle i was gonna be driving around the neighborhood looking for them spotting them call the cops and go hey i'm following this car around that's stealing shit and if they're not gonna do anything when they pop out at the next one pop their fucking tires and then go Hey, you got this car full of stolen shit that can't go anywhere. It's right here. And if the people want to come back and get it, I'll be there waiting for them, saying, hello, the cops are on their way. Now, you, you can see me. Don't come back to my house, motherfucker. You know who I am. The proper way. The proper way. Let, let the police handle it. But it's also one of those, you know, there are people selling drugs on our block. Not on our block, but like fairly down the street-ish. But they got a fairly tight regime, so it's like cops ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, that's but and selling drugs, you don't want that around your kids, and that's one thing I respect that. But when someone like put your because it's not just your car, like you know what I'm saying, like technically speaking, your safety's in danger at that Correct. point. Correct. I, mean, I don't I don't like the idea of that shit. Yeah, me neither. Because if I did choose to engage with them or something like that and it escalated, then other people are in danger. And that's the kind of shit that's not cool. So or if you get in your car in the next morning because you didn't know it was stolen, you hit the 405 and can't go over 40 with kids in the car yeah. and somebody's speeding up and doesn't understand that you can't go faster and hit you. Like, there's a lot of that. Like, where I'm talking not just on some get them. Like, there's a lot of shit that can oh, happen. Oh, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're stealing people's cars, especially they don't know. That's like ripping somebody's brakes and not tell Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you playing with people's well, lives, bro. The- there is no mistaking that this is gone because it literally, like, I turned it on to move it to see if it would move because now we got to do something with it. You know, I, I spoke this piece of shit car thing out into the ether last <laughs> last podcast, and then now it's like, oh, yeah? You got to talk shit? Okay, you can't have it anymore then. <laughs> but I don't know, dude. It's just one of those things where, like, it. I moved it five feet. It sounded like a dragster. And it felt like the bottom was going to fall out. Because it's a Prius. So it, it they cut out the middle part. 
So it's like it feels like it's gonna unfold at the middle. Oh, I drove. I've driven a car that didn't have a catalytic converter before. Don't worry. It sounds like shit. It doesn't pick up any speed. Yeah. And it just feels like you're rolling along, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> I was fucking 17, 18 driving that shit. That <laughs> shit was trash, bro. I'm gonna tell you, like, the worst I did. What was it? It was like a Suzuki. Oh. My mom had like a burgundy Suzuki. Wait, was catalytic it a tracker? Was it the one you could drive on the sidewalk? No, no, it was a car, but no, we yeah because of the it? model it was or some shit. Like we were looking for one for like a couple of weeks, just trying to find one because it was like a random ass Suzuki, like a little, like a little like boxes. Oh, bro, it was the wildest. But you know, we used it to go to work. So still, I mean, we drove it. That shit was trash. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there were you said cars like it didn't happen. There was a a Suzuki. I think tracker and there was another a version of a Kia and they would barely you could drive them on the sidewalks they barely fit on the sidewalks so we had, never know, heard of that we had some friends that used to, used to do that that's worse trash that's trash you might go drive your car with no Cadillac converter you're gonna go the same speed anyway on the <laughs> it was more for showing off purposes I think I don't know <laughs> whatever well hey don't wear a seatbelt how about that why wouldn't you wear a seatbelt? It wrinkles your clothes. While we're on shit about your clothes, it saves lives. And I'm used to be a guy. I used to be a no seatbelt guy. See, I that's that what I was cool. gonna ask. When did you start wearing a seatbelt? When the law went into effect? No. Oof. You were living on um, the edge. I was forced. I was. I was. I was consistently told to wear by a certain individual, and it just stuck with me. I eventually started wearing gotcha. on a regular basis. Shout out to that person. Good. Good for you. <laughs> I started doing it only when the seatbelt law came into effect because like we were like I was always in a truck or a car or something. I was driving all over the place all the time. And I was usually driving with a suspended license, like for almost a decade. So I I went to I tried to follow all the laws that I I could. Never driving with a suspended license. We just, I just don't play with the law that way as an African American man. No, you can't. So there's that. And um, seatbelt law is a secondary offense here. So technically speaking, you don't have to wear a seatbelt. But if they pull you off for something else, it's just an extra ticket. Ah. But but when you go to DC, it's a clicking or ticket. So they can. You know what I'm saying? So, but the whole crazy thing is, my homeboys got their first weed charge because huh? of the seatbelt. No. <laughs> so they uh so they were driving and they just had one and got some weed and uh was going but the police saw him without their seatbelts on. So he knew he couldn't pull them for the seatbelts, so he followed them until they did something else that he could pull them. Oh for. no. <laughs> to give him the seatbelt ticket. And he gave him the seatbelt ticket, what he pulled them over for, and found the weed. What a suck ass day. Oh, so did he come? What a punk ass weed? cop for following people to give him a seatbelt ticket. Yeah, that's well. Listen, he obviously <laughs> was not just trying to give a seatbelt ticket. So fucking, there's that. No, he told him straight up. He was like, I didn't even expect no. He's like, I literally was following y'all because I saw y'all didn't have on y'all seatbelts, and I know that's a ticket. And you know what I'm saying? The weed. He talked to him through the whole process of giving this. He said those because they told me the story and everything. I'm like, bro, that's wild. So did he just take the weed or what? 
Oh no, they had to go through the whole process. He got lucky. He had a good day. He he was a punk ass cop. <laughs> he still was a cop, brother. Really. He told him all the bullshit that he did to him, but he still did the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that didn't stop him from still doing them, the bullshit to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, on that note, we'll just touch on this real quick because I just I don't like it to be glossed over. Just just to throw it out there, not even putting an opinion on it. Just putting it out there, there's a 77-year-old man from Arizona that got convicted, guilty, uh, for sending Nancy Pelosi threatening voicemails, saying he was going to kill her. 77-year-old man facing conviction for some voicemails. That's it. Just saying that's uh, that's what some people are getting charged The for. conviction shouldn't even be for voicemail. It should be being for being a fucking idiot. You can't yeah. threaten Nancy Pelosi, bro. Like, I don't care who you, I don't care if you're 77 years old, you cannot get a, what do you think was going to happen when they heard the voicemail? They weren't going to come find you and take your threat seriously because you're 77? Bruh, that's not, they just locked up Bill Cosby for doing stuff to girls 20 years ago. Believe me, if you're threatening somebody, I don't care how old you are, especially Nancy Pelosi, bro. Dude, yeah, but if he's a funny 77-year-old like Bill Cosby, they'll let him go. Eh. <laughs> they let Bill Cosby go because Bill Cosby got a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Listen, Bill Cosby doesn't, he shouldn't be out here walking scot-free, but they found a way in the law to make it happen, so they did. Yep. But he ain't just go out here, like, that's like telling the world about it. Like, this dude is threatening Nancy Pelosi on recording. Ain't like he saw her in the streets and just said it. Like, he literally let someone record him saying it. You, de- you definitely deserve to go to jail just for being dumb. You, can, you should just go to jail for being dumb. That's it. They shouldn't give you a lot of time, though. They shouldn't like try to lock you up like you really was going to hurt Nancy Pelosi because we know you probably weren't. Actually, I don't know. Some 77-year-old dudes can be like war vets and still have the yeah. ability to be out here killing stuff. So I'm not going to put that on you. But like, I'm, I'm interested I'm to see what the sentence angry. is. So that the, he gets sentenced up in like, January 25th or something, the end of January. I'm interested to see what the sentence is. But how did Nancy Pelosi make you that angry? It's a 77-year-old, just delusional person that lives in Arizona. Like, just a... Yeah, but, like, Nancy Pelosi, what, because she fought against everything Trump wanted to do? Dude, I wonder, I wonder, the age is about right. I wonder if it's something where, like, he cheated on her back in the day... Or she cheated on him back in the day, and he's like, you know what? Bitch, I never got over this. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you broke my heart. What if they just didn't play that part of the voicemail? <laughs> How could yeah, you suck 12 dicks? She's like a cool girl to me. I mean, she wasn't, she's not perfect by any means, but she seems cool. Yeah, I don't know. Well, on a lighter note, we had, uh, I did Vegas 2.0. <laughs> huh? I did Vegas 2.0 uh, the other day recently. Yes. When did I do that? I don't know. Wasn't it last weekend? I don't know. Yeah, it was last Thursday. Last <laughs> last Thursday. <laughs> uh, hey, we made our flight. Went with my wife. We made our flight. It was amazing. Uh, so that was great. That was kicking off the trip way better than the last one. Way better than the last one. So no issues Absolutely. with the plane. Uh, we were going to my cousin's wedding. You should have drove again just for the hell of it, though. No, because it didn't work out because we were going to my cousin's wedding, which was on a Thursday at 1 o'clock. So, so that was kind of like, eh, we can work this out. She can work at, you know, out there for a while, you know, Thursday, 
afternoon if she needs to and Friday before we leave, blah, blah, blah. So we did that. So we went in, you know, we had to fly in, drop our bags at the hotel on the way to the wedding, which we had just an incredibly boober of an Uber. Like this lady, I, I don't know what she was doing, but she was driving like, 55 on the freeway in Vegas, which is like, what the fuck are you doing, lady? And then she was turning into the wrong spots. Like, we thought she was going to leave us when we were dropping the bags. Like, we should have been at the destination at the wedding like 15 minutes before we were. Like, she turned a half hour ride into a 45 minute drive. It was, and we were like cutting it close because we didn't land, like, our plane was delayed. We didn't land to like 12, 15. We're supposed to be there. At I don't one. understand people who do that, who do those services. Like your job is to get to the like the money is getting to the next ride, bro. Like you, there's no money being made when you're taking as long as you can to drive to do one trip. Here's the other thing. Like I can appreciate that you know it's their vehicle. They're not going to go over the speed limit, but at least go the speed limit. That's your job. I'm going at least 10 over the speed limit wherever I drive. Sorry, police. Yeah, no, no, no. If you're expected to. If you are the, unless you're in a luxury vehicle where it's a cruise time, and even then, if you're on a party bus, yeah, you still get the fuck to where you're going. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. I'm saying if you're a passenger in like a luxury car, like a limo type or one of those oh, cruising yeah, yeah. vehicles, okay. But other than that, even, I don't care if it's an Uber fucking Platinum. Which, whatever. Like, you still are going as fast as you can. Get us to where we need to go. Exactly. You are not You are not the party. You are not the fun. We're going to the fun. Or the work. Or the Ain't whatever no it is. Like, could, Ain't nothing else to dude, if I was going it, to baby. work and that chick was my Uber driver, I'd be furious. I'd be like, you're going to make me late to work, lady. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't no. know. I, I tell people that when I ride an Uber, if you ain't going fast enough, I'll, I'll kindly say, like, eh. Hey, you ain't even doing the speed limit. Come on, man. Let's go. I got places to be. Like, this is not no fun time. I, I, I got you because I didn't want to get on the bus because that takes too long, which means I need you to get me there faster than the bus or the train would have, bro. Yeah. Let's not do it. Oh, man. So that was us getting dropped off there, which I like. I got so frustrated with the Uber driver that but I was like, yeah, this is our stop right here. And it was like some plantation-y thing with like ducks and geese and all this weird shit and we had to like walk to the actual venue which was not the right place i was like we're close enough get us the fuck out of here we can walk faster and you can drive us that extra 200 yards get out of here <laughs> yo and we did but That's hey a hell of a wedding with ducks and geese and shit no that wasn't the actual wedding the actual wedding was oh. separate we just happened to get dropped off at the wrong place and then walk to the right place because i was like just get me out just get me out but so our uh, just while sticking on drivers. My Lyft driver, when I was going by myself to go meet up with my wife at work, like, he had the smoothest hands. The back of his hands were, like, super smooth. And he seemed to be, like, in his late 20s, early 30s. Are Like, are your hands smooth? Like, how do you know his hands are smooth? Do they look smooth or do no. y'all, like, touch? No, no, no. Like, he's holding his hand on the wheel at, like, 1 o'clock. One, like, right hand on the wheel at 1 o'clock. And it's distracting how smooth and, like, shiny his hand is. Like, you can't see any veins, any bones, any weirdness, no nothing. It's just straight smooth. No hair, no nothing. 
What the? What yeah, is that? Weird. You don't think that's weird? I definitely think it's weird. I definitely think it's weird that you even noticed that. What were you I was just, I was, listen, it's it a 30 minute drive. I got nothing to look at in Vegas <laughs> on the freeway. I happened to notice that there was something shiny on this guy's hand. Nope, it's just his hand. And then I was like, what the fuck? Has this person like just started driving Lyft within the past six months and it's their first job, but they're 30? Like, I don't, what have you done with your life? Live a little. What the hell? Like, I don't understand how you go yeah, through I don't life. Like, like no veins popping out. I got hair, but there ain't no like veins popping out on the back of my hand. Like, but I mean, like, okay. Like, you're, you don't have Because you've done manly work with your life, bro. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Listen, my hands are not. My hands are barely <laughs> holding together. So mine aren't a good frame of reference. I respect you for being manly man. But, but I'm saying, like, you're, like your hands. You don't seem to have, like, shiny, smooth, perfect, never-touched baby hands. Like, it looked like that. You know a baby, before they get knuckles and stuff? It looked like that. It looked like a perfect little puff of skin (laughs) that was taken care of by his mother with calf's milk rubbed every night. Like, it was just fucking weird. I don't know why I got caught up on it so much. (laughs) So back to this wedding. It was a nice, small wedding. Uh, You know, whoever can make it was there. And... I have to ask you something. How do you feel about short socks with dress shoes? Short socks, like ankle like socks. Ankle socks with dress shoes. I would, I would have just bought really nice dress shoes and went no sock. Well, that's disgusting too. But short socks and dress shoes are stop doing it. Stop it. You look. Yeah, sick. no. I would have bought like some Louis Bowden's and just went no socks. See, I can't go no socks. No socks is so... Dude, you're going to ruin those shoes with one use. You're at a wedding, cutting up some rugs, sweating those stanky little toes in there. Come on, bro. That's where we differ. I don't cut no rugs. Okay, even if not, you're in Vegas. Your feet are going to be sweating. That's cool. I'm going to clean them when I leave. That's who it. Does, who does out. that? You're going you're gonna to clean them out? What do you clean them out with? This is bullshit. I know you're lying to me. shoes, you better do something. You ain't going to ruin them after one wear. Yeah, but they're going to stink. Just they wear regular socks. Why can't you just wear regular socks? Because it don't look right. It don't give that. It 100% nah. does. Nah, man. You don't get that. When you wear the, little, the pants that are just a little bit. Uh, too uh, short, so your ankle showing. You gotta have the no socks. Yeah, but the, that's my no, no, no. The loafers or the red bottoms. You can't oh, wear man, those. You crispy. Can't, no, that's gross. Don't wear that at all. Why? It's so crispy, man. I know we're caught. It's not crispy. So it's it's burnt. It's that's so what crispy. it is. It's, it's so crispy. Fuck that, dude. No, no, no. Crispy. No, no, no. See, I was just, just wearing crispy. my straight, regular old tuck-in collared shirt. Nice and blue pants, brown shoes, brown socks. That's crispy to you. No, that's trig to me. <laughs> you use crispy, I use trig. How about that? <laughs> and whoever and doesn't know we what we're talking about can fucking here, look it up. <laughs> crispy. So that they, I have to say, it was kind of weird, but it was also kind of awesome. They had a good old fashioned honeymoon get out. They, uh, did their little dances. They had their meal. They did their little dances. And they're like, peace out. We're going to Hawaii. We're like, oh, shit, when? They're like, two hours. We're going right now. We're like, oh, yeah. 
Because that's how it used to be. It used to be you get married and then drive away off to your honeymoon, whether you went across the country or you went to a destination. It was like you leave your all your people behind and you go on your honeymoon. That's what they did. They're like, all right, guys, thanks for coming. We're out of here. <laughs> Yo, that is love right there. Dude, that's, it was that's, awesome. And that's, that's a wedding. Yeah, they're like, fuck you guys. We want to be together. That's why we're here. Like, you guys are celebrating with us, but mm, we're out. We're out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, at first it was kind of like, wait a second. I was like, oh, no, that's how that's how it used to be. That was traditional. Like, we've changed tradition over time. Oh, a whole bunch of shit didn't change over time, Brittany. A whole bunch of shit didn't change over time. I know. But I will, so we did, oh, so that's not even, so that was just till the afternoon. So then, that was like 4 o'clock. So we're done with the wedding at 4. We still have to go back to the room and check in. So we go back, I do my $20 check-in trick, get upgraded to a corner suite. Works almost every time. So just do that every time. And then we were fortunate enough to, my wife, the awesome lady that she is, uh, got us tickets to the Golden Knights game. So we got to go see a Golden Knights hockey game. So we went back to the room, check in, get changed into our whatever gear, not wedding gear. And then, so what happens if they're not off to Hawaii and there's a reception to go? <laughs> then we stay. Just ask you. No, then we stay because the game wasn't until 730. So And the wedding started at 1. So listen, after yeah. being here for six hours, we could cap off if we need to, you know. But it was also one of those things where if we were a little bit late to the game, it wasn't a big deal because we were already out there. So we did get to go to the game, uh, which was awesome. I, T-Mobile Arena hadn't been there before. I do – I like the way that the stadium's built. It was more intimate. Like, they built up instead of out. So, like, the higher the decks go, you don't get further away from the action. You just get higher. So it's – because I was always wondering, because they do so many UFC events there, and I'm like, they do, you know, boxing at Staples Center. I'm like, but those seats look like they're fucking garbage. The ones I can afford, any can't afford, but would try and get. Like, because the upper deck goes out, up and out. So, at T-Mobile, they just don't have a third upper deck. They just don't have all those wasted, you know, 15,000 seats where you feel like you're going to get vertigo and die when you're trying to walk down <laughs> your seat. <laughs> Yeah. And then everything was just kind of stacked on top of each other. So that that part well, I was cool. gonna say, if I ain't sitting second second level of the highest high go these days, buddy. Yeah, we're kind of on that on that trip where it's usually whatever they call the first level. Then Loge is usually the second, and that's kind of where we hang. And then every now and again, like at a baseball game, if there's reserve, but it's like the very first one, if it's not a steep incline, then those those first few rows are okay. But other than that, like. Dude, I feel like I'm gonna fall forward <laughs> when it's too when it's too steep. I don't like yeah, it. Like once you get to a certain level, I just prefer to be watching it at home. Like yeah, that's exactly kind of where I'm at. I'll, <laughs> dude, I shoot you pictures anywhere. I'm like, what the fuck are these people thinking? Like taking pictures of seats. Like, nope. Yeah. Might as well have a bungee cord. Do not go up there. <laughs> no, that's it. But we did. It was kind of cool. We did get to sit next to Oral Hershiser. He was a couple seats down, so that was kind of cool. Sit, oh, that's what we should have smacked the shit out of him just for the fun of it. Why? You could have made sports center. That seems silly. <laughs> I was supposed to be there, Mike. I can't act like it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and then we capped off a wonderful evening. The Golden Knights. 
did their did their due diligence and uh, spanked the Red Wings, which was nice. They did their practice time, got them in there, um, and then we went back to the room, and then we actually had a tub in the bathtub, and I in the bathroom, and I never even try to attempt to get into these things because I'm too big, and I, it's always like super uncomfortable. But I'm like, this one looks like it's a, it may fit a Brendan. Let me see if this one fits a Brendan. So I got in there, and then inevitably had to uh, toot. So I, I kind of let one go. And I was in clothes, mind you. But that thing rippled. It was so loud, the echo of the bathtub in the bathroom, to where even my wife was like, oh, my gosh. It's like, yeah, sorry. But then I really wondered how loud it would have been if I was bare-assed. Like, oh, my gosh, the acoustics in there. I don't know. So that was kind of the capper. That was that was the Thursday in Vegas. <laughs> and then Friday was just yes. hanging out all day and freaking like waiting yeah, like let my wife be at work <laughs> and I'm just hanging out in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Ain't nothing better than that, buddy. Well, it, when you're broke in Vegas, it kind of sucks. So I did <laughs> I did have to get some food, so I went and got a sandwich at the shop and I have we have to have a little sandwich discussion. All right? I know that you're a BLT guy. I know that's your sandwich. I know it. However, when you go to a standard sandwich type place, like I'm just gonna club. Listen, if the if the pickles that you use are bread and butter pickles, that should come with a disclaimer. I'm putting that out there. I don't eat pickles, so that's all you. But bread and butter pickles are very specific. They're a very specific flavor, and so if you Pass those off as regular pickles on my sandwich, you potentially are ruining my sandwich. So you need to fucking tell people these are bread and butter pickles. That was my first whatever with this sandwich spot. There you go, bro. And my sister used to be a sandwich artist, so I know what I'm talking about here. The other thing that they did was... I don't even get Chick-fil-A with pickles. Take that shit off my sandwich. Not even a Nashville hot with pickles? From Popeyes? I don't even know what the fuck a Nashville hot is. Nashville hot. It's some stupid way that everybody just tries to make spicy chicken sound more appetizing. Nashville hot. Oh. So, but Popeyes does have a bomb ass. spicy, so. They have a bomb ass regular chicken sandwich. People were getting in fights <laughs> over these years ago. <laughs> Who? Oh, the type of people that fight at Popeyes. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, those, those idiots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Picture the type of person isn't as good as it was. Nailed it. So. <laughs> so here's the other thing. I listen. I don't like when they chop through the entire piece of bread. Like I want you to open the face of it so that nothing slides out the backside, right? So you cut along one side of it. You don't cut all the way through. I don't want separate pieces. I want it to be open like a book. No, I want separate pieces. I'm Why? Not. All this shit slides out. Never. You just hold it tight, bro. <laughs> not if you get a good sandwich that's layered properly. I mean, I eat clubs on a regular basis, and they're pretty layered. And- See, I usually get the Italians, like whatever the Italian style is, because that's just my jam. And that usually comes with, like, three types of meats, a cheese, tomatoes, lettuce, pickles, whatever the stupid you know, sauce or whatever they use is. That shit can get all over the place. So I do like an open face type deal. What I don't like is what these people did. And they did the open face, big fan, but then they lay everything down in the middle, flat, and then fold it over. So then now you have folded meats that you take a bite on one side and it 
squirts out the other end. Or you just don't get a really good bite because sometimes you're getting too much meat. Sometimes you're only getting a little bit of meat. Like, just come on, man. Sound like a, sound, a struggle sandwich. It sounded like a, a struggling sandwich situation. It was pretty decent. But <laughs> All this complaining that it was still a decent sandwich? Yeah, because it's a sandwich. It's still decent. But it could have been a great sandwich. That's my point. <laughs> And it, why these sandwich well, makers they're in Vegas. They're not aiming for great, man. Just decent. Decent gets the job done for sandwiches in Vegas. If you want a sandwich, you're going to come see them. Because everything else is bullshit to eat in Vegas. Earl of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich food. is the best sandwich in Vegas at Planet Hollywood. Earl of Sandwich. It's called what? Earl of Sandwich. Like Duke, I remember Duke, that next Duke, time I Duke go. of Earl. Earl of Sandwich. Like that. <laughs> that one is a bomb. Oh, All right. So we're going to just... We're going to power through here because also this week I posted a picture of my cereal drawer. We got your, your little pull-out cereal drawer. I caught so much shit about my cereal selection that oh, we need to just address this. We need to talk cereal. I know you don't do milk, but let's just let's go through and see. Start easy. Plain cereal. What's your favorite kind of plain cereal? I don't eat plain cereal. You don't eat Cheerios? No. You don't eat Life? No. All right. I would have to say... Life is pretty good, though. I would say Life is probably my favorite plain cereal. But is Life plain? It's like cinnamon flavor. No, they have cinnamon flavor, and they have plain. Uh I have four boxes. I know for sure (laughs) what Life offers. So I would I would say life. All right, fruity. What about fruity? fruity pebbles when I was growing up, but I don't eat milk anymore. So I mean, well, you know, I don't use milk anymore, so can't have those. Um, so no fruity pebbles without milk. No, I don't like them without milk. They're not. That's just like eating candy. That's not. That's not cool. So without milk, the fruitiest I get is probably Fruit Loops. Hmm. Interesting. But I don't have them often, but that's probably the fruitiest I get without milk. Do you do uh, Lucky Charms? Marshmallows? No. Lucky Charms don't have a flavor, and without milk, marshmallows are trash. No, 100%. That's why I was kind of curious. <laughs> but what about marshmallows? Oh, no, no, like, I do like Oops. That's oops. fruity. Oops all berry. Oh, the Oops with the berry. Oops berries. Oh. Captain Crunch with well, the I was going to say, you like Crunch Berries, though. Yeah, Captain. Yeah, Crunch Berries is fruity. So yeah, I do Crunch Berries. I definitely do Crunch Berries. Oh my gosh, are they ever going to come up with a situation where people can eat Captain Crunch without destroying the inside of their mouth with that non-nutrient no, that's why cereal I really varnish? Berries, that's because it crushes, it crushes your mouth, bro. Like it is so painful to eat, but it's good. You know what's also good though is if you soak the Captain Crunch cereal and like just let it kind of almost get to the dissolving no, thing. No one likes soggy milk. I mean, soggy cereal. And bro. then you scoop out the Captain Crunch and put in a different cereal. Then you get the flavor of Captain Crunch in the milk. <laughs> I definitely didn't know you were going there, sir. Oh, I do that shit all the time. If I'm like, man, I kind of want to mix the, I'll like eat one flavor of cereal and then I'll put like, like I'll do, uh, so cinnamon. My favorite cereal is Cinnamon Cheerios, uh, cinnamon toasted oat crunch. It's my favorite cereal right now. And so sometimes it's nice with a little honey additive. So I'll eat a bowl of that and I'll eat like a bowl of like 
Honey Nut Cheerios or, you know, Honey Checks or something like that. And then the cinnamon and the honey together is just so good. And it's just the flavor of the milk, man. Why would you not utilize all the milk if you're a milk consumer? (coughs) Don't know. Good question. All right. What about for cinnamon cereal? Are you an Apple Jacks guy? Is Apple Jacks even cinnamon? Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks is have the hint of cinnamon. Apple Jacks is my shit. Yeah, that's my <laughs> Apple Jacks is my jam, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch is pretty good, too. Yeah, have you tried the churro kind? No. It's not very good. It's the same thing as Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They're just different shapes. That don't, that don't go well with the process of eating cereal as much. They're kind of weird floaties. All right, do you have a honey... You're Honey Nut Cheerios, yeah? You know it, buddy. Yeah. I will say the Honey Bunches of Oats, pretty good from time to time, but not all the time. And like Honey Nut Checks, those are good for mix-ins. Those are my yeah. things there. All those are good. I, uh, honey Combs are pretty good, too, and not too bad for you. Honey Combs, they, the problem with those with me, anyway, is... That I can't eat them fast enough. Because the <laughs> ones that get soggy are just like, yeah, they're no good. But they get yeah. soggy pretty quick. No, they do. I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm, not a, I'm just straight out the box. So Yeah. Don't they have like a waffle crisp cereal or some shit? We did for a while. For a while, right? Was that any good? And they got all types of cereal. Now, I was in a store. I saw like an oatmeal cream pie cereal. <laughs> Yeah, they got some shit going on these days. Do you eat chocolate cereal? Reese's. <laughs> eh, chocolate peanut butter, I guess. It's absolutely chocolate peanut butter. Dude, the better... Outside of that, I don't eat chocolate cereal. I'm telling you, the better version of that is Cocoa Puffs and um, the Puffins like peanut butter cereal. <laughs> you mix those two together because that that's the problem with Reese's peanut butter puffs is they're trying to make two great flavors go together but if you just take the cocoa puffs and the puffins which separately they put all of their energy into specific flavors and then you just combine them you're at 200 percent mike i'm good on the Reese's there there i clearly spend too much time on cereal so let's spend some more time on it what about sugar cereals? <laughs> that's my favorite. That's where that's where you're gonna have a debate, right? <laughs> what? I mean, that's that's where my favorite tea of all time resides. So, all right. So give me your give me your give me some of your faves. Frosted Flakes, right? Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was number Can't one. Can't go wrong with her, man. Yeah, yeah, I have a box down here beside me in my basement. Absolutely, yep. That's yeah. my snack. That's what I eat as a snack. I don't eat chips and shit anymore as I used to. I eat cereal. And right now, the cereal of flavor is Frosted Flakes, baby. But that would I be... I love Frosted Flakes. Man, you can't go wrong. This, she's just like old, handy-dandy, always going to be there, always going to be right. You can't ever go wrong with Frosted Flakes. I'm sorry. You just can't. We got a double box in the house. We're good, but what other what other sugar cereals do you like? Because obviously, like Captain I don't eat Crunch, other sugar cereals. Captain I was, Crunch. I literally went down every cereal that I eat with different categories. I don't really double up in categories. I know you like, don't, I but I know a sugar cereal that, that you you do vary from time to time. 
What about like, uh, do you ever chomp on frosted mini wheats, or you have to have cereal with that or uh, milk with that? No, frosted mini wheats are good, but I don't eat them often because I don't like the wheat part. Like, I just don't do it from. Yeah. Well, just bite the half with but the frosting pretty, on it. And but they're pretty good. Give the other half to Maggie. Because oh, not good. But. See? All right. Guys could eat, snack together <laughs> on the couch. Oh, man, that's so gorgeous. Look at how happy you got at that prospect. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Man. The little mags. But, yeah, um, I don't really eat no other frosted. Yeah, I don't really eat that often. Yeah, I'm a frosted flakes guy, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a frosted flakes guy right now. I got frosted flakes. I keep a box of Reese's. I got honey nut Cheerios. That's it. Yeah, so we we usually keep regular Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios, Plain Life, and Cinnamon Life. That's like always on one one section. We always keep those in the house. See, because I came up from the project where we came up on like off brand Frosted Flakes, and we had to put shit in the on bag. Them. The big bag was what we got. Whatever O's, yeah. it was like Fruity O's, Chocolate O's, <laughs> Life O's. You're like, you just stole their name. So, you can't say Life O's. <laughs> so, Frosted Flakes is like a thing for me. I'll, I'll never let that go. Shout out to Frosted Flakes and Tiger because you're a great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for ending that cereal debate for me. That was very, very kind of you. I was catching too much <laughs> shit, and I'm like, man, you guys are just bunk with your fucking cereal selections. Everybody likes different types, because I have a homeboy who likes all that new shit. Like, he just gets the joy of getting new cereal, so he buys all the new random shit. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty like cool. Pop-Tart cereal. And, oh, so yeah, that's too far. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's crazy, but that's his thing. So everybody has their own thing when it comes to cereal. See, I always also liked, like, a special K with berries, but... I don't know. I'm a simple man. I've never had that, actually. I've literally never had that, so I don't know how good it is or isn't. It's, it requires milk because it kind of re- <laughs> it rehydrates the berries. Otherwise, gotcha. you're just eating dehydrated strawberries. That's what it is about marshmallows, too. Like You can't eat a marshmallow cereal without some type because the, the marshmallows need some type of hydration. Like, they're not like the squishy white marshmallow. Like, they're dry. But even so, okay, if you if you don't put your little tiny mini marshmallows in a hot chocolate, you're just eating them out of the bag, you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> but they have texture and moisture. Like, they're not dried out. Like, you could if you wanted to. They're fluffy. I know, but I am just saying, I am saying on the marshmallow kick, like, if you are going to eat marshmallows out of the bag, get the real size ones. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> eating, pellets, <laughs> eating pellets of marshmallows. Oh, like yeah, a right. Get the mini shits. The mini shits. No, no, no. Yeah, get the real size shit. You're right about that. Oh, so then we got back. So then we ended up getting back from Vegas on Friday. Totally. Everything's cool. And then we went into this weekend, which was finale for sports so we had soccer finale saturday morning then we had uh baseball finale for both boys on sunday so that was one hell of a deal but this the season's all over it was a ton of fun that was great um but then we had our pizza parties because everybody does a pizza party for sports parties so I so did. If you're going to say it like that next year, you better do something different. Don't fucking complain about it and don't change it. Uh, I'm the, the one that ordered. Hey, for the T ball team, <laughs> I'm the one that ordered the pizza. <laughs> so I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying that's the kind of the golden standard is pizza party. Make sure you have a subway party, man. Order sandwiches. I'm sure it's probably about the same price. Yeah, but kids like three and five year olds don't eat 
Subway sandwiches. They're not. Oh, have a Chick Fil A party. Everybody eats Chick Fil A nuggets, man. Just tell them to bring you like fucking hundred Chick Fil A nuggets. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's been uh, parents who have brought like some pretty lavish like barbecue chicken things for all the kids, and we we're like, what the? Did you spend four hundred dollars on snacks today? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, look, I'm gonna go ahead and grab this and see. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> leftovers, bro. Like, I don't want to cook dinner like, tonight. <laughs> I'm hungry too. I'm gonna take a couple of these because these kids, you don't know what this is. They missing hey. on this good eats. You remember who was sure coaching these away. kids? You remember who was teaching them life skills <laughs> and baseball at the same time? Feed the horse, baby. baby. Feed the horse. <laughs> I'm going to show them what, what they're supposed to do with this good $400 plate that you want to bring out here. <laughs> Come on over. I'm going to take care of that for you. Oh, so that also means we had a shit ton of leftover pizza. So I did <laughs> I did figure out something, though. Enchilada sauce on pizza is the shit, dude. So normally my pizza routine is I'll get whatever my pizza is. Whether it be a ham and pineapple or like a pepperoni type of deal. And I'll do hot sauce, either sriracha and ranch, or I'll do um, tapatio. I'm trying to fucking stomach to eat pizza with sriracha and ranch. That's a whole lot of shit going on. Yeah, well, with sriracha and ranch, you can kind of drizzle it over. But if you do tapatio, I usually put ranch in a cup, mix it together, and then kind of artist it on the. Uh, on top of the cheese and toppings. and whatever meats or whatever that is on there, that's a yeah. lot. And the bread and the sauce, that's a lot. Oh, well, then you bread. have the then you have the the crust and you have your dipping sauce. It's your hot ranch sauce. It's it's perfect. It's beautiful. What's your? I, okay, stop shaking your head. So usually I'll get yeah, like a pepperoni. Stomach. I'm not shaking your head because I kind of wish I could eat like that, but you know I have a shit ass stomach, so it's it's the basics over here, man. I keep it in. The pizza with no cheese because I'm lactose and whatever fucking meats, no homo, that I'm going to put on it. You've been <laughs> afraid of meats not. lately. Huh? You've been afraid of meats lately. <laughs> 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 Just noticing that. <laughs> nah, man. I got, uh, I don't take that back. See, but when I. I don't want to offend anybody. No. Pause. Um, but, yeah, man. See, but you don't put anything else on your pizza. See, now what. Do you ever go Just to like the indi- No, I know, but do you ever put like go to those individual pizza places where it's like like Subway and you're like I want this on there this 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 this? Have you ever gone to those places? No. They make it right in front of you and throw it in the oven? No, no, no. I'm not going like and pizza or none of that shit. No. See, I used to do that stuff and I would get I would have the same order. I would get uh Alfredo and marinara sauce mixed together as the base, mozzarella cheese, and then I would get fennel sausage, spicy pepperoni, and anchovies. And then I would get olives, pepperoncinis, and spinach. And mushrooms. And then in the oven it goes. Yeah, nah, that's way too much going on. I don't even eat fast food. I mean, I don't even eat, like, not fast food. I don't eat, like, uh, since the pandemic. Like, I'm not eat any of that shit. No, I eat open bar type shit. Like, other people can breathe over. I'm good. So, no, like... Uh, what's that shit? But you go to Chipotle. All you can eat. You go to Chipotle. Huh? Oh, buffets. You don't, don't do Chipotle. buffets. You no, only get I'm the guacamole. And I don't eat Chipotle. Hang on, let's one thing at a time here. You only get the guacamole from Chipotle. Only guacamole, buddy. Arriba. All right. So what about so buffets? You're a no go. I'm done with buffets. Yeah, I haven't had a buffet since 
pandemic started, and I'm not going back. Okay, but what about before the pandemic? Let's talk about oh, real time. Before the pandemic, I would eat Golden Corral. I, I limit my buffets. I, I love Golden. I used to love Golden Corral because they're like buttery biscuits. I don't know. Do y'all have Golden Corral? You have Golden Corral? I think we have them somewhere. Jeff Foxworthy doesn't uh-huh. make it out to the West Coast very often. Gotcha. Yeah. But no, we had hometown buffet. Hometown buffet is the big one out here, West Coast. Yeah, they've been around for centuries. Like, other buffets around here that I grew up on, I started to realize like that wasn't it. You don't want that shit. So, but yeah, but no, I'm done after the pandemic. Hell no, I don't want no buffet. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Get the pandemic from something to eat. That's bullshit. I'm a hell of a lot cavalier, more cavalier with my life. I eat shit off the floor still. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, my food, my not food other people, not man, other people's man. food. I don't eat other people's food, but you know, yeah, if I know that I dropped it, I'm, you know, I'm not even concerned about the time period, really. Just as long as I know it was me that dropped it, it's in good condition. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. It's got that non-nutritive cereal varnish on it. Just wipe it off. You're good. Have fun with that, buddy. Oh, oh, the other thing with all these season-ending parties was I got stacked with a bunch of cupcakes. I want another cupcake eating spree. The monster is back. So I had, on Sunday evening, after the games are all done, I went and puffed the magic dragon. It was like, okay, season's over, two seasons over. We're good. Everybody's in bed. It's time to chill it out. So I smashed on, I think, like four <laughs> Oreo cupcakes in one sitting. And then, actually, that's not true. I did two. I ate two cupcakes. And I tried to take reasonable bites because you yelled at me last time. So there were maybe like four or five bite cupcakes. Is that reasonable? That's reasonable. Okay. So I took down two. And then I think when my son, no, my son was down. So yeah, anyway, I ate two. And then it was like five minutes later, I ate the other two. And then (laughs) the next day, I had no assistance whatsoever. There was just still five birthday cake cupcakes in the refrigerator. So I was like, well, I'm not going to throw them birthday away, but they cake? need to get out of the house. So I just sat there and ate them all at once. How you, how you turn down birthday cake cupcakes? I don't know. Well, because I don't like sprinkles. Sprinkles is like oh. the glitter of frosting. Like, get it the fuck out of here, man. I don't need it with my strippers or bakers. Like, get it out. <laughs> yeah. Birthday cake cupcakes. Yeah, I took, took care of those for you. But yeah, I took those all down in one sitting. I needed two glasses of milk for that. And that's a lot of cupcakes, though, bro. <laughs> yeah, nine cupcakes, <laughs> you know, within a 24-hour period. That's pretty good. Oh, All right, well, let's move on to more exciting things in sports. Did you see Luca get a technical for telling Terrence Mann he was too small? <laughs> they, literally, like, I, I watched back the replay. Did you see this? No. Oh, my gosh, dude. So I watched back the replay, and... Luke, like, I'm looking for cuss words. I'm looking for hand gestures. He literally just makes a move on him, does his thing, and then he's standing there in the paint and just goes, you can't, you're too small. And then the ref teched him. I was like, come on. That's trash talking 101. And then as they're walking away, he's like, what did I get a technical for? You, he's like, uh, she was like, you said he's too small. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, right? <laughs> so everybody can see is like, that's a champion right there. <laughs> yeah, no, Luca's my. I'm a Luca fan. Luca's my guy. Dude, these Eastern, these uh, European white boys that now can ball, 
You can't fuck with them because they're just as hard as everybody else on the court. It used to be that they didn't have the skills. Now they have the skills. So you got to treat them like everybody else out there. Everybody they're else, bad man. motherfuckers. <laughs> they're not taking none of that shit. You see uh, Joe Kids and his brothers. Exactly. None of that bullshit. None of it, buddy. Joe Kids. They've been they're like the, Kir- they're the Kirilinkos of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Andre Karolinko first, first dude with a wife That openly gave him a whole pass Shout out to you Andre you, And you worked that into your marriage agreement Shout out to you Karolinko You're bad Is he the one that. that's married to Hayden Pantier I don't know who he was Karolinko's been out the league for a while But his, no his wife's Russian or some shit Okay cause I was gonna say they were married for a while And it was like <laughs> That's ooh, That's gotta hurt <laughs> once a year, baby. Once a year, he negotiated that as part of his marriage deal. Once a year, my man get a Harley. Shout out to Carolinko for negotiating that. That's bananas, um, dude. I don't know how good or bad that is to have that ability. And I'm not saying he always used it, but shout out to you, my friend. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, let's move on to football. And specifically, I want to talk about UCLA quarterbacks, past and present. So, did you see my homie Curvet over that uh, USC defender into the end zone? Like, jump yes. five feet in the air? <laughs> hey, I've, I've always liked him. Though. I liked him since he was on QB1. I thought he was going to be better, though. He wasn't. He hasn't been that good at UCLA. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. And then he, so he also got in trouble for signing a hat. Like, in, he scored a touchdown, like, grabbed a hat, signed it. He got flagged for it. I don't know if the school's going to be in trouble for it. Do you think that, like, that's a big deal for college? You're not supposed, especially with all this likeness shit going around, you're not supposed to be signing your name? That's a fucking violation. Why is it a violation when you can sign an NIL deal for your likeness? So why the fuck does it, do they matter if you sign a hat when you can make a million dollars? But, okay, is that for everybody right now? Or is it yes, still? Yes, everybody in college okay. can make Anybody like the the third string quarterback what? for Ohio State has a million dollar deal right now. He's the third string quarterback. His last name is Evers or some shit. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know if it was national yet. First of all, yeah. but I did know that there's certain restrictions. Like school, it's kind of like the weed laws. Like like federally, they have this thing overall. It's opposite, but like every school can still operate a slightly independently. Like they can have regulations on where, how they're allowed to acquire that money. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's like, Oh, we get a percentage too of what you get on this contract because we're giving you the spotlight to make money off your likeness. And that's cool. But even how more much do you that, think he's going to get for that fucking hat? No, no, no. He ain't getting that much. But I'm saying, it, no, no, no. I'm saying not even that, but I'm saying like, it has to be approved. Like they can't have a weed store sponsor them. They can't have alcohol sponsor them. Like they have to. What are you add, talking about? They can have any damn thing they want sponsored in. That's not true. Not in each individual. Like each individual school. I mean, I'm not going to say what your school is going to allow. Right, but and that's what I'm saying. Is there are since they do have those macro, those large, like you definitely can't do these. You think these kids are reading, or their agents are reading all the fine print of these things? I hope they are, but they usually also have very finite things. Like the school doesn't want them. Them making money without him, so they're not gonna allow them he's to not give gonna away make, free he's shit. Not, somebody else is gonna make money off that. He's not gonna make a dime. Ain't like he can charge to do right there. That is again bucks. my point: is that there? I don't know if there's any regulations on that. Like you have, like your signatures have. They're to just be, finding. They, bop, look, bop, bop. You're crying about the wrong shit at this point. People. Oh yeah, I think so too. 
But I, I'm, right. I'm trying to get the bottom of why it's such a big deal. Probably such a big deal because he did it so openly and whoop, 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 after he scored a touchdown, all this shit. I don't understand why it's a big deal when there's a dude in high school in the 10th grade has a million-dollar NIL deal. He's not even in college. He's in the fucking 10th grade. His name is Mikey Williams. He's in the 10th grade, and his, he has a million-dollar deal. And I just saw him on, like, some random commercial with some, like, car dealership, bro, like, in North Carolina. Like, he's making money. The Ohio State third string quarterback signed his NIL deal while in college and then left and enrolled at Ohio State early because he's making money now. What the hell business do I have to take this chemistry class for? What? Yeah, right, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, the whole system is jacked. But that's why I'm trying to find out where these little loopholes are in because it's, I'm not reading all those pages. I'm just not. But I, mean, I do I want to understand. Unless I had a child and it mattered. Right. I don't have a kid that age. But so. I do like to understand the guidelines that, you know, I like to understand what they're deeming as acceptable behavior and not acceptable behavior because usually it's the people making the rules that are making all the bad decisions. I think it's something that's going to dis- disappear. I don't think it's going to be a big deal for too long. I think they're just making a big deal of it in this moment. I, honestly, do you think it's going to be something where eventually they just let the schools pay these kids? The schools don't want to give up the money to pay these I kids, know. which is why they went this way. I know. This is why just, they went this route. It's so hairy. The schools it's don't so want no parts of this, this shit. Way. It's so hairy this way. It should just be that they. It's not. It's actually the best way they can do it because the kids are still picking the school that they want based on whatever skip they were already picking school, best place for you to go play ball, whatever. You know what I mean? And the deal doesn't because you know you can go to any school and if you're good. Even if it's not a national NIL deal, you can still get a hundred thousand from the local car dealership if you're the best person on the team. Like it's a dude in college now, he got a deal with a dentist company. He's the like destructor, the sacker of cavities yeah, or some shit. Yeah, like, but those that's... local shits are going to give you deals anyway. Like you'll make some money. You won't make as much as the person in New York or if he's on the number one team in the country, cool. You might not make that money, but you're going to make some money more than you would have made if this wasn't in place. So, like, everybody stop crying. The Cali people, we know they're going to get the best deals and make the most money. That's where everything is, and they're in California. Accept it. Unless you want to do is go to school in California, by all means. You can do that, buddy, if you're good enough. If you're not, sucks to me, you. What do you want me to tell you? I don't know. I just think it's such a fucked up situation to where it's so ambiguous as to what's like what's acceptable and what's not because it's so new that I'm interested to see how they hone in and where they start getting upset because the NCAA eventually will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't say that you could do this. For free, shit, or man, we this didn't shit say was all worked that. out and planned. Ain't nobody gonna get upset because I'm I'm pretty sure okay. they're getting paid too. Okay, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they're getting the percentage too. I'm, they have well, no they are to too. It just it just opens like I don't know. For me, it opens the door for so much extra sleaziness. Where it's like, okay, if the schools are controlling the sleaziness, whatever that the kids accepting to go to that school because the school has recruited them, they're gonna pay them a certain amount of money. Whatever you're getting in bed with them, knowing what you're getting into. But these like car dealership guys, they get these kids when they're you know in some bumfuck town in the South. And they're like, listen, kid, I know you're 12 right now, but when you go, you know, if you go to Louisiana Monroe, then we'll hook you up hundred grand. Like 
let me just take, alleviate the pressure from you right now because that's my alma mater and I want you to go there. But what sense would that make for them if this is a business deal for you? You want this person who's trying to make you 12-year-olds don't have the best business savvy. No, no, no. I'm talking about for the person who's trying to get them to go to bumfuck Louisiana Monroe. Is that the best thing for you? Is that where it's going to be the biggest stage for you to get the most bang for your buck? That would make no sense. That's why the sleazy part of it, it's kind of... Because these people aren't going to start paying them in, or in their own until they know where they're going as far as the local dudes and the national dudes. They don't give a shit where you go. Just go to the biggest <laughs> school and get us the most exposure you can. I don't care which one of these big schools it is. You have a, about 12 to choose from. Any of the top 12, please choose. You're going to be on national TV every week. You're going to get exposure. We prefer Big Ten or, uh, SEC. Um, or SEC. But if you decide to go Pac-12 and be on Oregon, you still get your TV time. It'll be a little yeah. later in the day. As, lo- as long as you're, <laughs> as long as you're playing on Channel Seven at five o'clock Pacific, so who gives like, a shit? <laughs> you don't know how many times they're gonna say, "Oh yeah, you know, oh he just made that tackle. His NIL deals with Porsche. Oh man, he made another tackle. Porsche getting banged there, buckle there, and I, like you'll get that. Like so, uh, the sleaziness comes in when it's the local jokers like that after the fact, and they want you to pay you money to do more or. Try to, you know what I'm saying? Like, but manipulate you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, manipulate the situation. Or, like you said, if someone is that big on their alma mater and they want you and they try to pay you to go to this little bum shit at school, which is not really smart for them. But if someone wants to do that and someone wants to take that money, but you, what I'm saying is it lessens it because you can get that same hundred thousand from whatever school you go to, their local car dealership. Just wait a month, whatever the month, or sign early. Like you control that. You can announce where you're going the moment you want to. Any day you can wake up and be like, yo, you know what? I'm five star and I want to go to Notre Dame. So I'm just gonna wake up today and call Brian Kelly. And be like, yeah, I'm coming there, buddy. He's gonna be like, okay, we'll see you. What day you'll be here? And then when you put that on Twitter, and then the people from what the fuck is Notre Dame South Bend, they're gonna start hitting you. I'll be like, yeah, you want this hundred thousand dollar nil? Shit, how it works, man. All right. Well, thank you for breaking it down because I was, I don't know. It's just very, it's a little foggy for me because I don't know the details. Oh, it's like going to get do. foggy. I mean, everything gets foggy now. Let's come on. Because yeah. then it's going to get to the point where people are starting to pay ADs. Well, look, yeah, man, I want That's your players saying. to sign like, their NILs just, with me. Uh, and just crazy. That's what I'm saying. But is, everything gets, when the money's involved, everything gets sketchy. You know that. Like once money is involved, it just, it leads to sketchiness. That's just the nature of money. Speaking of which, yeah, well, speaking of which, oh, yeah, uh, another UCLA quarterback update. Josh Rosen, still a piece of shit, got in the game, threw a pick (laughs) six immediately. So there's your Josh Rosen piece of shit update for the week. (laughs) (laughs) You were just waiting to get that in on Josh Rosen. Uh, No, but it was hilarious. Did Josh Rosen do something to you personally? Because I know y'all both from LA and California. No, I just did not like the way that he treated people when he was representing UCLA. Blame his fucking parents for that. Don't blame Oh, I do blame his parents for that. I do blame his parents for that. But at a certain point, you are a young adult. Now he's a man. Fucking whatever. You're still a douche. He was a douche when he got to Miami. Like, this is my team. And they're like... Uh, you're competing for the second string job, loser. Johnny Manziel used to be the same way until he got himself humbled too. Yeah. They're raised this way in which they can do this to people. So when... That's first why time it that they can they like their worlds are fucked up. <laughs> like when you're on a point where people are on par with you, which means that that bullshit means nothing to me. You get 
punching your damn face, you talking crazy because <laughs> I don't care how much money you got, then it changes things for you. And that's exactly. what happened when they both, but it took them getting all the way to the pros because their parents and shit probably had that much money where they kept them in upper class of these type of shit. But they never had nobody where that was equal to was like, tell their ass, like, bro, what you're doing is stupid and wrong. Like, you need to relax. <laughs> That is one thing, that is one thing that I've noticed, like, even the guys that, like, the NFL is just no fucking around, doesn't matter who you were, what you did, it's like, you're now dealing with men. And that was a good thing for Jimmy Clausen, he went to Notre Dame, they don't even get off of scholarships, so you know what, everybody here got some money, it might not be as much as you, rolling up in your limo on the first day of practice, but listen, bro, everybody got some money, so... They humble him real quick. Humble pie, my guy. <laughs> Bring your ass back to reality. You ain't above nobody. That limo shit was a one-day thing. Listen, bro, you ain't above nobody here. We don't give a shit about your limo. Yep. <laughs> Dude, there's all kinds of shit going around. Uh, St. Louis and Stan Kroenke, that whole bullshit finally got settled. $790 million dollars. They settled for moving the Rams from St. Louis to LA. Seven hundred ninety. And here's the thing: it's been going on for almost five years. And so they made that seven hundred ninety million. That's what I'm saying. That shit from How, money they that already was. made that shit from SoFi because it's still it got done in mediation. Yeah. It got done in mediation. They already know how much money they're making hand over fist. They're like, because they originally. We're trying to get like a billion, and then after all this time, they finally settled it just under eight hundred million. So that goes to show you how much money SoFi and the Rams or whatever are generating, because they also didn't disclose how much the NFL and the other thirty-one owners what their portion is going to be, because it's not just Stan Kroenke; it's Stan Kroenke and the quote-unquote NFL, which means thirty-one owners and Stan Kroenke. So he's going to have to pay a big portion of it or more than other people, the owners. But they may just be like, hey, you have to give 40. Everybody else gives 30. You're, you know, not that much, obviously, because the math doesn't work out. But, you know, what? it might be insignificant, the increase from everybody to Stan Kroenke, just because of the SoFi thing. He's like, hey, AFC and NFC get to play here. You guys want to fucking play here? Cough <laughs> it up. Cough up the dough. We all did this together. You know what I mean? Well, no, just everything such a split revenue with the NFL. They're like, oh, man, you got a debt? Okay, we're going to split it because yep. we're going to eat together anyway. So, look, come on, man. Let's all just kick into his debt, pay him off so he can shut the fuck up, and we're all going to make it back this season. Y'all ready? Go. Rich-ass NFL. NFL makes hand, money hand over fist. It's just ridiculous. Doesn't Goodell make like $40 million a year or something stupid? To do... <laughs> what the fuck does Goddell do? Excuse my language, because I know we had a cussing episode a couple weeks back, so I'm trying to. But Goddell, all these NBA whatever commissions, they're like, oh, they fight for the image of the league. Guess what? If these grown men don't cause you any problems, you do nothing. You do nothing. The NBA literally has a board of people to suspend people now. So. Who's the lead? He just got to get on a podium and make sure everybody like he got to stand up for like stuff like when there's stuff like the pandemic. The only thing the Roger Goodell has to do is react. 
He's That's a it. he's a and PR he has full reaction. Economy, so everybody knows that. So you know not to do too much because he's just gonna kick you out the league. You're like, yeah. bro, oh yeah, you're done. Oh Zeke, you didn't even get charged or anything. Guess what? You look bad. I'm gonna make you miss six games. Oh you? Oh, we knew we saw the tape. We weren't gonna suspend you at first, but now it's public now. We gotta suspend you. We're gonna kick you out the league, Ray Rice. Oh, what you do? Oh man, we were gonna let it pass, but no, nope. Now we know it's a video out there. Oh, you gotta go. Like and oh, yo, yeah. he has full power. And then they say, oh, we're going to appeal. And guess who you go to arbitration with? Oh, the same dude who spent you in the first place. Oh, <laughs> yo, that is crazy. <laughs> who voted to give him that much power? <laughs> like, yo, it's like the Democrats right now. Like, just, it's just someone with all the power. Like, hey, we're just going to do what we want. And no one's going to be able to stop us for four years. That's cool. All right. Yeah, what are you going to do? Not watch football? <laughs> That's what everybody thought was going to happen when the Kaepernick thing happened. Oh, people are going to stop watching football. Oh, uh, yeah, they're going to stop watching football. Yep, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> people just started tuning in two minutes after kickoff. The people who play football with him that are on that are the same color with him couldn't back him. You thought the people who don't play football were going to back him? Come on. <laughs> My goodness, like the people really, I don't understand what people be thinking sometimes. Like sometimes you just got to stop and think it all the way through. Like he had teammates. He had the other people in the NFL that were yap talking all this. Oh, we're behind Kaepernick. Woo, woo. Soon as they owner said, don't kneel, none of them kneel. You don't, do y'all, let's just, I hate bringing race into our show. But anyway. Why you're racist? Eighty-five percent of the NFL is black, bro. All you had to do is say we back him, and we're just not gonna play. What would they have done if eighty-five percent of their players say we're not gonna play? They would have an exhibition-style looking football match with all the <laughs> C and B athletes. That's all that required. Bro. That's literally all that was required was for y'all to stick together and say that. But you think they was gonna do that? No. So why would I be? That means I care more than the people he played for, with, and against. Yeah, right. I kept watching. Because y'all don't care enough. Why would I care that much? Come on, bro. That's, see, that's my Chick-fil-A argument. Like, I was not about Chick-fil-A until I saw a bunch of gay people in line. I'm like, all right, well, I guess if they gave up, I can too. <laughs> that's the NFL. Like, oh, you guys aren't going to kneel with him? Well, okay, I guess I'll just watch then. Who cares? <laughs> so here's my thing and why I never was too mad at Chick-fil-A. And I know we're going on a little long today. Sorry, my people. Um, Chick-fil-A came out as that. Like, that's what they've always been. They've yeah. been this Christian organization, which is why they don't open on Sundays. So them having that stance is not a, it's not an unexpected stance. Somebody put a microphone in their face and asked their opinion on something, so they gave it, and that's why it became a thing. But if you know what they're about, then you already knew that about them. If you know what Chick-fil-A is about as a company, then you know they don't back people being gay because they're built on the Christianity whole thing. Like, that's their thing. So, and that's part of the faith, as it is. So, that's not really wasn't the big, oh, hoorah, that surprise. Like, it, didn't, it shouldn't have surprised people as, as it did. Like, bro, that, it's just a thing. But anyway, yeah. Well, you know what else is the thing? You being on the fucking ropes in our fantasy football league. You need to win out, man. I think you need to win yeah, it's, out. It's ugly. It's ugly, man. I might not be able to win out. I was talking a whole bunch of shit, and then Dak sold me up a river last week. My team is every, it's somebody every week that just sells me the fuck out, bro. 
Whatever, dude. It's because you don't draft well and you draft the same players in all your leagues, so you're screwed. No, no, no. It's because the people who post to show up don't show up. Dak is supposed. Dak is a guy that's supposed to put up numbers every week. There shouldn't be a week where you get held to nine fantasy points. Nine. Yeah, that's pretty Come rough, on, man. man. I'm just saying. I hey, I only have two losses, but I lost to the same team twice, so I got a vendetta against somebody in the uh, playoffs here. So, but. You know, that'll come in due time. I won't see you there, but that's okay. That's all right. Nine. All right, man. Well, hey, um, this week, if you do not dislike either Joe Cocker or Rihanna, I highly suggest you check out the Spotify playlist of the week, which is, in fact, those two, Joe Cocker and Rihanna. <laughs> let us uh, let me let me uh, diddle you on your commute this week. It's a it's a combination that I think you'll enjoy, whether you think you will or not. Give it a shot. I've never heard Cocker dude, so I'm gonna listen. Give him a listen. Rihanna needs to make some new music, but we'll give her. You know, we listen to Rihanna a little bit around here. So all right, it's a good mix with Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker, as my uh, father famously once said, sings pretty well for a special needs guy. Even though he is not special needs. <laughs> and on that note, oh, everybody have a great week. Mike, I love you. And uh, I really hope love that. Love you too. And happy get... Thanksgiving, man. Happy Thanksgiving to all. And if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, happy holidays. Be around some family. Be around some real love, man. Not none of that fake love. Be around some people that you know love you. Show them some love back, man. This is that time of year. Well, you should be around family, showing love, no anger, no animosity, no need for that. Just love, man. Be happy, everybody. And be excited about the fact you woke up today, and hopefully we all wake up tomorrow. On that note. That's my, on my soapbox. But I love you, man. And you have a wonderful rest of your evening. Hey, you too. Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> buddy. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Later.